Welcome to the FitFig Podcast. I'm your host, Steph Figarelli, co-owner of Figarelli's Fitness LLC in Anchorage, Alaska. We're a private fitness and consulting business. If you're looking to get in shape in 2023, check us out, figarellisfitness.com. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. I want to talk to you today about one thing that I've done in my marriage to make it better, to bond with my wife, to improve our communication, and ultimately the quality of our relationship. Just this one thing, it takes five minutes every week. You could certainly take longer than that on it. And I'm not saying this is the quick fix. If you've got anything deep rooted, any sort of problems, issues in your marriage, marriage counseling, I think is always a great place to start. I've personally never done it. Uh, I think therapy of any kind is amazing. So this isn't going to put, you know, any sort of bandaid on a big problem, but something that's worked for us. I think it's been, it's, it's given us a significant improvement in our communication and our understanding of one another's needs. Because I think in a long-term relationship, marriage or otherwise, just living together, the days go by, resentment builds up, communication goes to the wayside, suddenly you're in a big fight or you're avoiding one another, and then there's problems that can't be solved in a conversation or a couple conversations or even a couple therapy sessions. And then you've got, you got real problems. So my plan is really in my marriage is for both of us to thrive. And then I would assume that's Lilo's plan as well. (laughs) I think marriage is the ultimate self-development project. And It's important to me to have a healthy marriage. My parents divorced when I was about four years old. And um, I don't have any conscious right off the top of my head trauma from that. I have stories and memories. But if you're a kid who came from a divorced family, we all have our feelings around it. And I would have preferred my parents, you know, stayed together and I had the family unit. I think that's always in the best interest. But of course, it has to be in everyone's best interest. If it's not a healthy relationship, then it's not good for two people to try to push through that further damaging one another and preventing each other from living their best lives. So I didn't have the best modeling of marriage as a kid. I didn't want to get married. As I got older, gay marriage wasn't legalized in the state of Alaska until I think 2013. I could be wrong on that. Maybe it was 2014. We ended up getting married in New York City in 2022 where it was legal. I believe it was the first state to become legal. And it was it was important for Leela to do it. To get married, to have a, a family, because that's what had been modeled to her. So it's a perfect example of this nurturing environment really carry, you know, you carrying with that with you throughout your life. And it wasn't Hollywood conditioning through movies necessarily. It was a healthy family dynamic being modeled to Leela and that, and she wanted to recreate that in her own life. And I loved her so much and I wanted to be with her so much that I was willing 
to figure it out, how to get myself to that place where I wanted to be married. And it wasn't that I didn't want to commit. Of course, you know, commitment wasn't in question. It was the meaning of marriage. Why? Can't we just live together? But there's something unique when you take it to the next level. I'm not a huge fan of having the government have much of a say in any of our lives. And some would argue, well, don't get married because that just means there's more paperwork and government intrusion and interference. And I would agree with that. Honestly, when people say they don't want to get married for that reason, I completely understand and agree with it. But for whatever reason, I was able to overlook all of that. And it was more important for me to have to have that connection with Leela to help her realize her dream of being in this important, committed relationship that is called marriage. And I'm so grateful that she said yes. And I love our live lives that we have created together. We have a lot of fun. We push each other. I think that's one of the most amazing things about having this person in your life. They support you. They love you. It's it's pretty incredible. It's magical. So I had a hard time finding good role models, especially for same-sex marriage. And not that we're any kind of unique species by any means. We're not. Uh, marriage is marriage. But it is nice to have people who are like you and have maybe gone through the same struggles and faced the same adversity that you have faced. Um, it is nice to have that modeled to you. Uh, I like to see proof of successful marriage and it's hard to find that. It's hard to find that anywhere. I think the divorce rate is 51%. It has been for a long time. And that doesn't even factor in how many divorces you know, or how many relationships end, but the people stay together, but their marriage isn't healthy. So how many marriages out there for 10, 20, 30, 40 years plus are healthy, thriving, intimate, amazing marriages or relationships? Marriages is really what I'm talking about here. So that's what I've been on the hunt for. And let me tell you, I will look anywhere for the answers to my problems. I will seek high and low for solutions, for examples. I don't care. I don't really care. Like when I'm looking for things, I'll look to other industries to see how, for example, a hotel does their customer service. And I'll borrow that for my own business, which is completely different than a hotel in some ways, not a, not completely different, but you know, customer service, communication, all those things are part of service-based businesses, but I'll look any, I'll look at them, how my mechanics do run their business. And I'll look around at all kinds of different things for how to do it, how to not do it. What's good. What's bad. So I want to share with you a couple who I have followed for a few years and many of you who grew up in the 2000s may have heard of Little People Big World. And if you know me, you know I love this show. I love it. 
And um, if you're not familiar with it, it's a show on TLC uh, of a family of little people, a a husband and wife who are now divorced and have since moved on to their own relationships. But they have four kids. One of their kids, so they're both little people, the husband and wife, Matt and Amy Roloff. They have four kids, so only one of their kids is a little person and the rest are average-sized people. So they've overcome incredible adversity and faced like unbelievable obstacles. They've run a farm, it was like pumpkin farm in Oregon. And I, I have watched reruns of this all winter, this show. And it's... It's really a fun, I love the show. I love the family dynamics. I love all the little quirky things that go on. So anyway, one of the kids, the Roloff kids, his name is Jeremy. He's, uh, he's a twin and he is uh, the, one of the oldest. The other twin is Zach. So Jeremy and his wife, Audrey, have shared their love story throughout. And they've gotten a lot of heat for it. A lot of controversy and criticism And, um, I, you know, with social media and cancel culture and people attacking one another for all kinds of reasons, I kind of just had to, I don't know, it's hard to sift through the bullshit sometimes, but long story short, uh, Jeremy and Audrey are devout Christians and they have decided to put their marriage before anything else. I, I am not a Christian, um, but when I say they put their marriage before anything else, from what I understand, God is first and then the marriage. That's the extent of what I know. If I get anything incorrect, please don't come at me. I'm still learning. I'm open to learning. Um, But the bottom line is their marriage is very important to them. And so I've decided, I decided to kind of dig into what they put out there around marriage. Now, some people don't believe that gay marriage is real or that it should be supported. Um, I'm not interested in arguing any of that. That's, you know, that's not my, none of my business. My marriage is very real. It's very important. Um, And so I'm not staying, you know, I'm not here like, I'm not arguing any of that, the validity of marriage, whatever. But a lot of their stuff around valuing one another, their prioritizing date nights resonates with me. Now, I'm not great at prioritizing date nights. I dislike going out to dinner for a lot of reasons. Um, But that seems, you know, that's not the only date night activity you can do, but it seems to be the easiest and the most popular. So that's what you hear about. So um, something that I read about, so they have a journal, they have a website, I believe it's called Beating beating the 50%, something like that. Uh, So if you're interested, if any of this sounds interesting to you, go check them out. They have fun social media accounts. Um, I don't find them to be preachy. I respect their religious viewpoints or their political viewpoints. I don't feel like they're putting anything in my face or doing anything uh, disrespectful to anyone. Uh, So you don't have to believe in that or agree with that. That's not... I don't really care either way, but this is just something I wanted to share that resonated. And I borrowed it from them because they have been some of the best examples of prioritizing marriage, commitment, 
love and being devoted to one another. And I think it's beautiful. And if you know of anyone else out there who puts it out in this beautiful, powerful, special way, I would love to hear about it. So feel free to send me uh, some examples. Uh, but this is this is what I found that resonates with me. And the practice that Leela and I do every Sunday morning over breakfast is we ask and answer a series of questions. This is an opportunity to check in with one another. It's an opportunity to show one another that we are committed to listening, actively listening, and finding solutions to problems, making sure that our marriage is prioritized, letting one another know that you're, you know, you're special to me and I love you and I want to be better and I, I want to support you. So we, while we're having breakfast, I begin and I ask, what brought you joy this week? You know, sometimes we have to think about it. Sometimes something comes quickly. And then I answer the question, you know, back and forth. We take turns. Again, these are all uh, Jeremy and Audrey Roloff's questions. These are not my questions. I didn't come up with any of these. Um, but I, I like them and this is what works for, for us. And we've been doing this now for a few months and it's been a really cool time to just connect and, you know, share some ideas. So second question is, what was something that was hard this week? She shares, I share. Next question. What's one specific thing I can do for you this week? So whether this is something like if she knows I have a busy week, uh, she'll take care of our dog Maui. She'll run him outside. She'll feed him. She'll do some extra things early in the morning when she knows maybe I have something going on, uh, you know, that I need to prioritize and vice versa. You know, if there's something that she wants me to make breakfast on a particular day, whatever the case may be, that's what I do. It's kind of like, how can I show up to help? Uh, relieve you of any kind of burden. What can I do to help? Um, next question is, is there's any, is there anything that's been left unspoken or unsaid convictions, confessions, or unresolved hurt? This is a chance for us to get any, um, irritations or frustrations or, you know, whatever feelings off of our chest. We can open up to one another, be vulnerable, communicate, and sometimes this can be very emotional, especially if you've had a disagreement or there's a lot of stress. Um, but it's, I mean, this is where it's important to be vulnerable and to be honest. So, you know, and again, all of these questions, they have to be answered with honesty and you have to be willing to be vulnerable to have a healthy marriage to begin with. But this is where these little things like answering a series of questions, asking and answering, um, I think can really help your relationship blossom and connect you and bond you to one another. Next question, what's a dream, desire, or thought that's been on the forefront of your mind this week? And so this is just, hey, are you working on any goals? For me, one of my goals is to to get my rescue diver certification uh, for scuba diving. And it's been a goal I've had for a long time, probably. It's been on my goal list for way too long. And, you know, and there are some things I need from Leela, um, 
to complete this goal. And so sharing those things with her and explaining the importance, significance of this particular goal. And that's where I take that opportunity to do so. And some weeks we have nothing. Some weeks it's like, hey, I'm just focused on work this week or, you know, hey, I'm recovering from jet lag from our trip. There's really nothing. It doesn't have to be this crazy, busy, meaningful week every week. Sometimes it's just getting through the days. And that's totally fine. Um, Additionally, there are two other questions that are asked that are, we don't, um, we don't often, we don't ask them every week, but if I feel like it's been too long since we have connected on the subject, I will include them in the question and answer Sunday morning session. But these questions are number one, how are we stewarding our finances? So just discussing any financial situations, if there's any problems, if there's any worries, um, good stuff, you know, what's what's going on there. And then how is our sex life? So connecting on that, that sexual intimacy part. And, you know, if there are any needs or, or desires that one of us has, communicating it right there, again, being open and honest. And I think these questions have all been so well-rounded that it's really helped us to be able to have good discussions and really just like let one another have center stage and be heard. And I think that's one of the most important critical things really in a marriage is like, I want to hear you and I want you to share what's going on. What are you thinking about? What's important to you? What's been hard? You know, what's brought you joy? And I think the word joy is such a special, unique word. It's not like happiness, happiness is a great word, but joy is different. It's like, I don't know. It's like a transcends happiness. It's, it's up there with, you know, so, so I think it's important to really think about and analyze your emotions and share that with your significant other. So this is what's helped us. It's been awesome. Um, we're always looking for ways to improve. I'm always considering different questions or better questions to ask because I think, that's just part of personal growth is continuing to ask really good questions and to challenge one another. So if you're in a a committed relationship, whether you're married or not, this is something I wish we had introduced really early on. And we were great at communication early on. We had a lot of ups and downs. We came from two different backgrounds. We had a lot of misunderstandings. We had a lot of our own personal trauma to work through that you know, we kept coming back to each other, no matter what, we kept coming back and we kept finding one another and working through those things. And then we move up a level and move up a level. And so things progressively got better, the more we talked. And you know, then life gets busy. We've got a very busy job, got dogs. If you have kids, you know, that takes it to a whole other level, something I don't know anything about, but I can only imagine. So if you feel like you want to just connect with your partner, whether or not you're married, I think introducing a series of questions like this, come up with your own questions too. Um, And I'll come up with my own questions. But these were just quick to find on the internet. I trusted the source. And they have proven to be good, good questions that have uh, helped us to connect. I hope this was helpful. If it was, please consider visiting Spotify or iTunes. If you listen to this anywhere else, let me know. I'm not always sure where where it ends up. I think it's also on our website. 
but consider leaving a rating and a review. It really helps the podcast grow. And um, that's something I've wanted to do for a while. The podcast has kind of taken a backseat to life, uh, but I'd love, to, I'd love to see that grow. So if you don't mind, take a couple minutes. I'd appreciate it. I will talk to you in the next one.